You're listening to AIB Market Talk, bringing you financial market insights from AIB's experts. Hello and welcome to our monthly podcast covering the January releases of the AIB Manufacturing and Services PMIs. My name is Cormac Canan from AIB Treasury and I'm joined today by Oliver Mangan, AIB Chief Economist. Morning, Ollie. Uh, starting with the AIB Ireland Manufacturing PMI, how has the manufacturing sector begun the new year? The headline index actually rose to 50.1 from 48.7 in December and November. That's good news. Anything above 50 signals expansion in activity in the sector and below it is contraction. So at 50.1, what I would say is that points to a stabilization of business conditions in the manufacturing sector uh, at the start of the year after a weak finish to 2022. Um in terms of some of the components of the survey and what we saw, uh, there was uh, you know, the pace decline in orders and output that we saw in the closing months of last year. That eased considerably. Uh, we saw a further rundown of order backlogs. So the weakness in orders has been offset to some extent in terms of you know maintaining output by running down order backlogs. Uh, employment growth picked up in the sector and at a solid pace. And more broadly speaking, um, you know, supply chain difficulties have been a have been a big factor uh, in the sector over the last couple of years. We actually saw the first shortening of delivery delivery times for suppliers in over two years. In other words, uh, manufacturers were getting their supplies of inputs in at a quicker pace or, sh- or over a shorter time period. That's you know clear evidence of that the pressure on supply chains that we've seen over the last couple of years has eased considerably. Another thing that was known from the survey is a further marked easing in inflationary pressures. Now, obviously, the, the the rate of increase in input prices and output prices remains quite high, but it actually fell to 24 and 22 month lows for input and output prices uh, in January. And against the backdrop of you know the smallest fall in new orders we've seen since last June, uh, activity stabilising, rising employment, uh, much easier to source of supplies, we, we saw a good improvement in sentiment in terms of the outlook for the rest of the year with the confidence in the sector rising to its highest level since February. So overall, uh, you know, a, a good improvement of what we saw in the closing two months of last year, stabilization of business conditions, uh, and increasing optimism in terms of activity in the sector for the coming year. Moving to the uh, AIB Irish Services PMI, this index also rose in January with a reading of 54.1 compared to 52.7 in December. Could you put a bit of colour around this, please, Ali? Yeah, that's certainly correct. It was up from 50.8 in November, so it's climbed strongly the last couple of months, uh, uh, showing a faster growth in activity in the sector at the start of 2023. This was a good report. I mean, uh, what we saw was uh, a marked rise in uh, new business volumes in January, including from exports, reflecting an an improvement in demand. We saw uh, a significant increase in backlogs of outstanding business because of the pickup in, in new business. Uh, we also saw a faster increase in employment, and in fact, the, the indications are um, employment would have grown faster, but for difficulties in terms of recruiting staff. And the more than the um, manufacturing side, business confidence in terms of the outlook for the, for the coming 12 months uh, rose to its highest level in over a year. So again, as on the manufacturing side, we saw an easing of uh, inflationary pressures. Now, you know, prices are still rising at a relatively strong pace. But again, the rate of increase in input prices fell to a 19-month low. And in terms of the prices being charged or selling prices from the services sector, that eased to a 16-month low. So we are seeing an abating of inflationary pressures within the sector. Uh, 
more broadly speaking, you know, th this sector covers uh, four, sorry, this survey covers four different services sectors. And what we've seen over the last six months has been a very weak performance by the transport, tourism, and leisure sector. And that's continued in, in January. I mean, there's a weak reading there of 40.1 versus for the overall sector, 54.1. Uh, but that was more than offset by very strong growth in business services, in financial services, and in telecommunications uh, and uh, sector as well. So overall, the sector is doing you know very strong start of the year. Bar ongoing weakness there in the transport, tourism, and leisure sector. Now, I'm not quite sure what that's down to. We have seen a lot of commentary about shortage of staff, etc. Some restaurants closing, um, but that sector is lagging uh, the strong growth in other sectors in the services sector of the economy. The, the other thing I would say about the the Irish data, and, that, and this is both for the manufacturing side and the services side, the Irish readings are much stronger than elsewhere. I mean, on the um, on the manufacturing side, you know, activity continues to contract in you know the main economies, the US, the eurozone, the UK. Weak readings there for January, and on the services side, you know, activities contracting in the US and in the UK, and the eurozone is barely growing. The index is fifty point seven. I mean, that's well below the Irish reading of fifty four point one. So we saw a marked outperformance by the Irish economy last year, and certainly that's continued in the opening month of this year, judging by these PMI reports for January and February. Thanks, Ali. Good to have some uh, positive news again on the economic front. Um, speaking of positive uh, news, uh, we had a good uh, flash PMI for Ireland in um, our Irish GDP in quarter four last year. Could you uh, tell us about the outlook for the year for the Irish economy? Yeah, the CSO released um, a preliminary estimate of growth in output in the Irish economy in 2022 and also in the final quarter of the year. Uh, and that came in much stronger than expected. Very strong growth in the overall Irish economy in the final quarter, and GDP increased by uh, over 12%. So the second year in a row that we've seen very strong growth in the economy. Um, I would say, you know, the, the forecasts have been downgraded for Ireland over the last number of months, as elsewhere. But, I mean, there's increasing optimism that the global economy might be able to avoid a recession this year. It will probably see weak growth. So forecasts for Ireland have been cut back to a 25 to 3.5% range in terms of GDP growth for 2023, I expect to see upgrades, up, upgrades to those forecasts on the back of the strong data uh, released for the closing months of the year. That will carry over into the uh, opening months of 2023. Uh, and also indicators like this showing uh, activity picking up again. I mean, uh, the PMI for manufacturing rose above 50 and a very strong reading for the PMI for the services sector, which is the biggest part of the economy, 54.1%. So acti activity is picking up momentum. So uh, I'd expect to see upgrades to Irish growth forecasts uh, in the coming months. Uh, certainly if the data we see in the early part of the year are anything like the PMIs we've seen for, for January. Ollie, thank you for your insights and thanks to our customers for listening. To stay up to date on financial markets, please press the subscribe button to AIB's Market Talk wherever you get your podcasts. Speak to you soon. Thanks for listening to the latest edition of AIB Market Talk. Allied Irish Bank's PLC is regulated by the Central Bank of Ireland. AIB NI is a trademark used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. 
Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority. Allied Irish Bank GB and Allied Irish Bank GB Savings Direct are trademarks used under licence by AIB Group UK PLC. Authorised by the Prudential Regulation Authority and regulated by the Financial Conduct Authority and the Prudential Regulation Authority.